This summer, the world must answer one question. Why has no one made a popsicle that gets you high yet? That's right, it's summer, and it's time for you to get your hands on America's new favorite product, Danksicles. 20 milligrams of THC in two great flavors, the latest and greatest innovation from IndiCloud. Is IndiCloud the greatest company to come out of America? Maybe. But what we do know for sure is that IndiCloud is the best way to get dispensary-grade cannabis delivered directly to your door, 100% legally. Yes, they ship legally to all states. No medical card needed. Whether it's vapes as big as your head, flowers you won't find in your mom's garden, or of course, popsicles that get you high as What are you waiting for? Go to indicloud.co slash spring24 and get discreet delivery on top shelf THC products. Head over to indicloud.co slash spring24. That's co, not com, to snag 30% off your first order. Hey everyone, Konnichiwa, Nikki Young here, back with my new true crime podcast, Serial Napper. Thanks so much for tuning in. Tonight we have a crazy, crazy, crazy case that's almost too insane to be true, but unfortunately it is true. This case has been dubbed the Hello Kitty murder, and it's anything but cute. Now, before we get started, I wanted to remind you that it's your last chance to enter the little giveaway that I have happening over on my Facebook page. The last day to enter is April 30th, which is today as of the moment I am recording. So all of the details can be found over on my Facebook page at facebook.com slash Serial Napper. That's S-E-R-I-A-L-N-A-P-P-E-R. Now, if you like this episode and you like this podcast, I would love it if you could take a few minutes to review me on whatever podcasting app or website you're listening to me on, whether it's SoundCloud, Apple, Spotify, whatever it is. If you could take just a few seconds to give me a rating, I would super appreciate it. I'm really trying to grow this channel, but of course, your help is needed to make that happen. Reviews are really what keep me going. Not only do they give me the motivation to push forward, but they really do help to further promote this channel. Now, let's get started. This is a truly horrid story. It's actually one of the first true crime stories that I had ever heard about coming out of Asia. Now, like I said, it's been dubbed the Hello Kitty murder, and you'll soon find out why. But, if we're speaking honestly, it's really the murder of Fan Man Yi. Let's take it back to May of 1999. A 14-year-old girl known later only as A Fong, likely a pseudonym given to her by the Hong Kong courts to protect her identity, entered a police station in Hong Kong. Upon speaking to the officers on duty that day, she told them that she was being haunted by a ghost for the past several weeks. She went on to say that this was the ghost of a woman who had been bound by electrical wire and tortured to death. 
Now, obviously, this isn't a matter that police usually deal with. So at first, they just kind of laughed it off, thinking it was likely a prank or maybe the girl was suffering from some kind of mental disorder. Then the girl explained that the ghost was actually of a woman that she had murdered, which, of course, piqued the interest of the officers. They were now listening. They followed the girl back to her apartment, which was apartment number 31 on Granville Road, which was situated in a very rundown part of town called the Kowloon District in Hong Kong. Once inside, they searched the apartment, which was full of Hello Kitty memorabilia. There were sheets and curtains. There were towels and silverware. They also came across a very grisly discovery. Inside of an oversized Hello Kitty doll, they found the decapitated skull of a woman. It would later be identified as the skull of a woman named Fan Manyi, who was working as a hostess at the time. Now, if you remember back to episode one of my podcast, the term hostess has a very different connotation in Asian countries than it does in North America. Her duties went far beyond setting tables, washing cutlery, and seating her guests. The life story of Fan Manyi is a sad one from start to finish. She was abandoned by her parents as a small child, and she wound up raised in a girl's home. She developed a very serious drug addiction, as many of these girls do, and unfortunately, without an education or any real work experience, she turned to prostitution to support her drug habit. When she was just 23 years old, she was lucky enough to get a job working as a hostess at a nightclub, which was actually a bit of a step up from walking the streets. Meanwhile, she continued to battle her drug addiction while she worked. Fan got herself a job as a dancer at Empress Karaoke Nightclub, and in May 1996, she met her husband, who unfortunately was also a drug addict. She moved in with him, and two years later, she gave birth to their son. It's reported that neighbors would often complain about being woken up by the sounds of domestic abuse. So... It wasn't really a happy relationship, a happy, healthy marriage. While working at the hostess nightclub, she met Chan Man Lok, who was a 34-year-old socialite playboy with money. Chan was a drug lord. He was also a member of the Triads, which is an organized crime group in Hong Kong. He also happened to be a pimp and a drug addict, and he offered Fan a job working for him, while she was also able to support her habit. One night, however, in 1997, Fan found herself broke and needing her next fix. Out of absolute desperation, she stole Chan's wallet, which contained $4,000 inside. Of course, it was only a matter of time until Chan realized what had happened, and he sent his crew after her. Now, according to his statement, initially he had simply wanted his men to find her and force her to work in prostitution until she was able to pay him back the stolen money. However, that's not how it would go. 
To pay Chan back, at first she gave her earnings from prostitution, which amounted to the money that she took, and an extra $10,000 on top. But this, this just wasn't enough, so they tied her up, they beat her, they tortured her in unimaginable ways. They raped her, they burned her, and they forced her to eat human feces, among other things. This torture was mainly carried out by Chan's men. However, one night, the 14-year-old, also known as A Fong, you know, the one who had gone to police at the beginning of the story, she stopped by Chan's apartment. She claimed to be Chan's girlfriend at the time, but this hasn't really been confirmed. She may have been another prostitute. Either way, she saw Fan bound in the apartment, and Chan was hitting her repeatedly, about 50 times directly to her head. Instead of leaving, or at least looking the other way in horror, she joined in. Now, we don't fully know the extent to which this 14-year-old participated in the torture, because details were not to be released as part of her plea deal. But, from what we do know... What she admitted, it was pretty horrific. As for the other men involved, the kitchen in the apartment became the torturer's favorite place to find anything they could to torture and inflict pain on Fan. They used everything they could get, melting drinking straws, holding Fan down and dripping the melting plastic onto the soles of her feet until they blistered. And when they got bored of doing that, they went and they just burnt her feet and they hit them with sticks. They used chili oil and they poured it into her wounds. They threw oyster sauce into her face. They used water pipes and metal bars to beat her. They would even urinate on her face or directly into her mouth and then they beat her if she spat it out. Now, that 14-year-old, the one from the beginning of the story, she told police that once she defecated into a shoebox and she forced Fan to eat it. They would leave her tied up with electrical wires while the group played video games or watched TV. Having her tied up just made it easier for keeping her contained and beating her whenever they got bored or found the opportunity. One night, after a month of constant torture, the 14-year-old had noticed that Fan wasn't moving or breathing. She was dead. She had absolutely had enough. In court later, Chan would argue that she had died of an overdose and that she had been the one to give herself the drugs that caused it. She didn't die from any of the horrible, torturous things that were done to her. And it was just an overdose, no big deal. Just another junkie who had died from their own addiction, according to him. But they had to decide what to do with the body. And they talked about it a bit, but they couldn't agree. So they left her lying dead on the bathroom floor while they went and played video games at an arcade nearby. Now, here it's, it's going to get really gory and it's going to get really disgusting. So if you're extremely sensitive or squeamish at all, you might want to skip ahead a bit. Um, trust me when I say it's going to be a bumpy ride. 
My family is getting ready to make a big move across the ocean to a place where English isn't the spoken language. This isn't my first rodeo, so I'm making sure I'm fully prepared by learning the language ahead of time. Sure, I know I can use an app once I get there, but you'd be shocked by how much gets lost in translation. I want to talk like a local, which is why I'm excited to use Rosetta Stone, the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone truly immerses you in the language you want to learn and has been a trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, and more. Rosetta Stone helps you to think in the language you're learning using an intuitive process that's designed for long-term retention. Their built-in true accent feature gives you feedback on your pronunciation so that you're easily understood by native speakers. They have convenient desktop and app options, so you can learn on the go, and they offer a lifetime membership that includes all 25 languages at an incredible value. And now you can save even more with 50% off. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Serial Napper listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today, today. Sunnier, warmer days are almost here. Why not get a head start on looking and feeling your best this summer by trying something new like Factors No Prep, No Mess meals that are ready to eat in just two minutes. Get a helping hand to meet your wellness goals with Factors chef-crafted meals that include different nutritional options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Healthy meal planning has never looked so good with Factors Fresh, Never Frozen Meals that are also dietitian approved. No matter how busy you are, Factor can help kickstart and maintain a new healthy routine by making it easy to enjoy nutritious meals on the go. Plus, you'll never get bored eating the same thing every day because they offer 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. We're talking restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon because eating healthy doesn't have to be boring. Personally, I love not having to overthink what I'm going to eat every single day because that's half the battle, and I don't have to bother with shopping, prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. But the best part is, these meals are delicious with ingredients you can trust. Crush your wellness goals this May. Head to factormeals.com slash napper50 and use code napper50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code napper50 at factormeals.com slash napper50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Chan's men moved her dead body to the bathtub and dismembered her with a saw. To stop her body from decomposing and smelling because it might alert the neighbors, 
they cooked the individual pieces of her body by boiling them on the stove and put them into the household garbage to be disposed of. This whole ordeal turned out to be a 10-hour operation to get rid of the body, so of course at one point the group became hungry. They started to cook some noodles on one of the boilers while Fan's head was boiling on another boiler. They used the same spoon to stir both of the pots. I'm sure they were all so high that they must not have noticed, but clearly disgusting. Oddly enough, they decided to save her head after boiling it, and they sewed the skull into an oversized Hello Kitty mermaid doll. They also kept several teeth and some of her internal organs, which included her liver, her intestines, her lungs, and her heart, and they stored it into a plastic bag, which police found later. It appeared that the crew had kept them as trophies, as reminders of what they had done. Things only went further downhill, in my personal opinion, when the case finally went to court. Because of what had been done to the body, cause of death could not be determined. Now, it was known that the victim was tortured because of what the 14-year-old had stated, but it was not known if the torture had killed her or if she had actually died of a self-inflicted drug overdose, like Chan had said. Now, here's a quote from the 14-year-old Ah Fong. They beat her all the time. They beat her when they were bored. They beat her for laughs. She was broken, and playing with her wasn't so much fun after that. But we carried on anyway. There wasn't anything else to do. Now, as a result of the court case, three men, including Chan, and then two of his men, were convicted not of murder but of manslaughter, as the jury believed that though they had caused her death, death was not the intent. They were sentenced to life anyhow, with the possibility of parole in 2020. <sighs> like, fuck this year, seriously. <laughs> I'm hoping to God that these men never get out for what they have done to this poor woman. Now, I haven't heard any updates as of yet. I did take a quick look before recording, and um, there hasn't been any news just as of yet but obviously I'm going to be watching this case very very closely. If you have some sort of you know morbid curiosity there are so many pictures out there that really paint a picture of what was done to her but I mean they absolutely will break your heart they will scar you i've seen a few of them quite accidentally i've posted some of the more tame photos on my facebook page so you can get an idea of kind of what happened without completely having a mental breakdown so all three of the men were convicted not of murder but manslaughter Except the 14-year-old girl, even though she had admitted to some truly disgusting and heinous things. But because she gave them the confession, because she was the one that started the ball rolling and gave them kind of all the evidence for which they may have never known otherwise, 
even though she stood in court telling all of these details of her involvement and everything that was done to this woman, she was given immunity. Justice Peter Nguyen said, Never in Hong Kong in recent years has a court heard of such cruelty, depravity, callousness, brutality, violence, and viciousness. Of course, that obviously didn't stop the guilt. Um, I mean, she wasn't convicted in a court, but obviously she had some guilt, which haunted her so badly that she went to the police station at the beginning of the story in the first place. Now, you can obviously believe what you want. Was it Fan haunting the girl from beyond the grave? Was she kind of stuck there? You know, in the apartment, was her soul attached to the Hello Kitty doll? Or maybe it was all of the drugs that that 14-year-old was taking at the time. I mean, who knows? The apartment building that Fan was murdered in actually became a hotspot for ghost hunters and those wanting to contact her spirit um, because it was said that Fan's ghost was really present at that location in that building and people who went there to try to connect with her were often successful and they actually found it easy to communicate with her. Many thought that her spirit was trapped there. In 2012, the building was demolished, which I'm like, yeah, it probably should have been. But in 2016, there was a new hotel built. Now, I'm not really sure this is a place that I would ever stay. Um, but, you know, maybe people staying in Hong Kong don't have a clue where their hotel has been built upon, I have no idea. Fan's son that I had mentioned that she had with her husband before going missing, he's all grown up now. He's actually enrolled in university in Singapore, um, but sadly he doesn't have much memory of his mother. He does have one of her necklaces that he keeps close to his heart in memory of her. So now I would love to hear what you think. Do you think 14-year-olds who commit such horrific crimes should be given another chance? Do you believe that they should be given a different sentencing, even when they have done something just so inhumane like this 14-year-old girl did? I absolutely want to hear what you think. I want to get your opinion on this. There's no right or wrong answer. So that is the story for tonight if you have anything to add or any thoughts or opinions to share i would love to hear them i'm going to be following this case because as i mentioned these guys are up for parole in 2020 and while i don't think that chan is ever gonna get released from jail like i really just don't his two partners in crime i kind of see the potential there of them getting released even though i there's no way in hell i think that they should so, as I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, I would super appreciate any views you could provide on whatever podcast app you are listening to. I'm so thankful for your support, and my goal is to get, like, I think 30. I'm going for 30. 30 reviews by mid-May. I think I'm at, like, 7 right now, so I could really use your support. If you want to reach out, you can find me on Facebook at 
facebook.com slash serial napper s-e-r-i-a-l-n-a-p-p-e-r or you can find me on apple just search serial napper if you're on spotify hey guess what you don't need a premium account to listen to podcasts so just search serial napper and i should come up until next time don't be a dommer bye